Hi, thanks for joining me on What's Your GFI, my podcast for group fitness enthusiasts. Wanted to make sure that you know that you can check me out at www.livewellwithmichelle.org. And as well, you can leave messages for these podcasts if you have questions or want to chime in your thoughts and views. Go to any platform that you listen to the podcast, click on the website link to Anchor, which will bring you to a spot where you can press video uh, voice messages. And then for sure, leave a message. I'd love to hear your feedback. Thanks. And I hope you enjoy. All right. We are here live chatting with my good friend, Rhonda from the East Coast. What, what? And uh, Rhonda is... uh, you know, an amazing, awesome person, instructor that I met um, five or six years ago. I'm trying to think. I got certified for body pump. She was my assessor. Assessor? (laughs) And unbeknownst to her, she passed me, goofball. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) She passed me with really good feedback. And it was really good for me to grow. Because at that point, if I think about it, I am going to be 50. I would have been like in my mid 40s getting certified for a new discipline. And so um, she was, she certified me and gave me really good feedback and they haven't looked back since. But um, I wanted to talk to Rhonda today about fitness instructors and coming back to teaching from um, injuries that require surgery, um, extended layoff time, and just what you know, her experience was, and yeah, that's what we're going to chat about. So thanks for coming on, Rhonda. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. No problem. So let's just start with what injury did you have? I tore my left rotator cuff. And how did you do that? At the gym. (laughs) Ah, Of course. (laughs) And what had happened, like I I tore my rotator cuff in 2013 on my right side. And I did that at the gym while I was teaching RPM cycling. So, and I was just goofing around while I was teaching, trying to give fitness magic. And I whipped my elbow back like this and I felt instantly tear. And my arm just went down and I had to teach. I had to keep going because that was halfway through the class. Still had to teach going. Oh, wow. And then I had to teach CX core class after that. Oh, no. But I got through it. But so I had surgery on that one, which I did at the gym. And then this one on my left side, I was doing my own workout at the gym. And you know how you do a set and then you go away from the machine and somebody else comes in. And so I was doing the cables and somebody came in between me doing my set and they put the weight on heavier and I didn't notice it when I went back to the machine. So when I pulled on it, I did a cable cross like this with my left arm. As soon as I like this, I felt it instantly snap. So I just dropped it. And that was in December, 2018. Yeah. And, um, so I did physio right like soon as Christmas was over. Okay. Did physio from January to May and, it wasn't getting any better. So my physiotherapist said, there's nothing more I can do. You're where you're going to be. So then I went back to my family doctor and he had x-rays ordered. And then he sent me to the orthopedic doctor who ordered an MRI. So it took a year before I got my surgery. 
And so it was completely severed. And so they had to sew it together, shave the bone down, then uh, anchor it. They put anchors from the tendon into the bone to attach, reattach it. And then it's got double sutures because it was a really bad tear. So it was worse than what the surgeon expected when he went in and saw how bad it was. Okay. But it felt like I just went to sleep and woke up and then they're like, Rhonda. And I'm like, just let me sleep. Yeah, really? (laughs) (laughs) And then I came through and um, I was going to, my brother was going to look after me for the first uh, two weeks. So the anesthesiologist, she said she gave me a really good cocktail to get me through the drive because it was an hour and a half drive to my brother's. And uh, so I just slept, wake up, slept a little bit till we got there. And the best thing, piece of advice I ever got was um, somebody else had theirs torn just before me. And he got this special sling custom made for him. And uh, he lent me his. And so I took it to this place where they, um, you can order it and they custom it, customize it to you. And they fit his to me to fit me. And I had that. And it's not just an ordinary sling. It's a special sling. It's got like a block that keeps your elbow away from your rib cage. Yep. And, uh, and then the other thing I got is called uh, cryogenic Briggs polar ice cube. And it's, it's like a butterfly bandage, a great big one. It's like this goes over your shoulder and it goes underneath your armpit to the pad. And then it's hooked to a tube, which it's hooked to a box and it's filled with um, ice and ice water. And it just keeps circulating the water through the pad to help with the inflammation. And that was a godsend because I did not have that when I had the surgery on the right one. And I was five months recovery for this one, my right, my left one with within a couple of days, I was moving my arm where the other one, I couldn't even move it for the first month. So it was the best thing ever to get. Yeah, yeah. I just used that for two weeks. That sounds then, serious, though. So that's uh, awesome that they they you were able to get that. Yeah, and I'm not good with like morphine and stuff like that. So after um, the surgeon gave me enough for two days um, of a narcotic, and I used it for the two days, and then I just went to ibuprofen and uh, Tylenol. I bury them, and for a week, and then I was off the meds because I'm not they screw up my system so bad. So I try to get off them as soon as I can. Yeah. And then um, I was not supposed to start physio for four weeks, but I started it in two weeks because oh, wow. I was anxious. I was like, instructor girl, that's, that's well, really tough. Well, I just knew after what I experienced from the other surgery that I knew I had to get it moving because the previous one I had, I got frozen shoulder after surgery because I didn't get it moving for a month. Okay. So I knew right away, like I had to get this moving so that I didn't get it uh, frozen shoulder again. So, yeah, so I'm doing, still doing rehab and, uh, now it's through zoom conference, video conference, because you can't go to anybody's offices now. So, but it's, it's coming along really good. It's, there's, you know, it it lets me know when I've reached beyond where my range of motion is not a hundred percent yet, nor will it ever be a hundred percent. They told me I'll never have back to where it was, but it's, it's coming along really good. And then my scheduled to go back teaching was to go back in three months and I would have started out um, I had it lined up so there was I was going to be team teaching okay. pump and CX and RPM with other instructors till I got up to full strength of where I was before the surgery 
Yep. So, and there's no way I could teach heavy weights right now for body pump. There's no, no. way at all I could. Well, I'm just even wondering, you know, your, your rows and your clean and presses and mm -hmm. the shoulder track in general, like how, I mean. Well, I can do, like I can do the rotator this way, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's without weights. But the yeah. clean and press, I tried it with just two pound dumbbells and I could do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I was even just thinking to um, the press that we do, uh, even a plate press. Yeah. And then you just have to be light, really likes. I've been doing the exercises and with tubes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And another thing I do is I take collagen. Okay. To help the muscle tissues and everything to start okay. getting so better. Internally, you're... So like you take well, like yeah, I just drink it. Okay, okay. Every day I take collagen just to help with that to repair as well. Okay. That's interesting. See, like I had ACL surgery like 15 years ago. So similar situation to you where you were told like, you'll never get the full range. You're going to feel stiffness. Mm -hmm. I get it and all that kind of stuff. Same sort of yeah. thing went into attached a tendon um, to bone. They, they shat i don't say shattered they broke the bone meaning like went to hammer it in and then crack in my shin bone i'm like, whatever and yeah so and i had a similar cryogenic type thing but this was 15 years ago so it looks like a big thermos like yep. a big thermos with the tube and mm -hmm. then it's got like the strap it's you put it around your knee and the same thing like it just yeah yeah so that all sounds really good i i want to ask you though psychologically how do, you, how do you feel? Because I'll tell you when I couldn't bend my leg or move, I was like, it's the end of the world. I'm, I might as well kill myself now. Oh my God, yeah. I'm not going to be able to, to teach that anymore. Like I literally got down on myself. So yeah, I did that like with the, the right shoulder because I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Um, that one I started to, after um, a couple of months, I think I started going to a depression Oh my. because I'm just a high energy, go, go, go kind of person. And to do absolutely nothing yeah. and stay home. And it just plays with your mind. Like you just want to get going, but you can't cause it hurts. And yep. I remember, and the pain management it took a, a month to get the pain under control. Right. And I remember my boss calling me one day just to check in on me. And I answered the phone and I just started crying. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> No. And he was like, I think you better go back to the surgeon. And I did because the, the narcotics he gave me didn't agree with me. So yeah. they weren't working. So he switched them. And then once we switched them, then the pain was tolerable. Then yeah. I could get through. But I remember that, like, saying to um, one of the managers, like, I think I'm hitting a depression. Like, I'm just so blah and I'm crying. And, like, I just don't want to see anybody. I don't want to go nowhere. And I went... I couldn't exercise because you, you need the exercise to get those endorphins released to Definitely. help get you through. So, but this one's been way better because um, after a month and when I started the physio, I went, he said I could start at the gym on a bike, not on the treadmill because the, the pounding of the treadmill would just jolt that shoulder. So we said, I want you on a spin bike and have, raise the okay. handlebars really high so that you're not hunched over and I did that I started back doing RPM that way f through the virtual and that was good for my mindset that's awesome yeah I think that was a big deal for me too that it was um at a time too where I was still I guess I would say halfway through my fitness career so I was concerned about the rest of it 
I wonder if being a little bit older, do you feel that you were able to kind of wrap your head around it a little bit easier than? Yes. But I think that's important for like any younger or newer instructors to hear both, both kind of extremes. Like when I was younger, I thought it was the end, (laughs) you know, when you're older, you do for a minute still think it it could be that it's harder, right? It takes longer for us to recover as we get, it does. We have to have more patience Mm -hmm. and for us that develop, you know, relationships with our participants and everything, it's almost like this going into our own kind of lockdown yes exactly and you just you can't get at it so that's and gym members were really good they were sending me messages like um when i came back from my brothers um my instructor friends filled my fridge full of food my cupboards um for the first week people were bringing me food like for a good month i I was just pulling stuff on my fridge because I had so much food and members were messaging me with words of encouragement saying they were missing me. So it was, I had a really good support system. Yeah. That's awesome. Second time around because the first time around I didn't know what to expect. So I didn't want to talk to anybody. I wanted to be just left alone, which was not a good idea because then your mindset starts playing with your head. Like you're just don't want to see anybody. That's when you start to hit that depression mode. When you don't want to see anybody, you don't want to get out of bed. You're so you're crying, you're emotional. Where this time around, I knew what to expect. I knew not to get into that trap. And I had the support system there, not pushing me, but checking in with me. And the people are still checking in my friends on a daily basis. So right. it's been wonderful that way. Well, do you think too, that it makes a difference if you Oh, what's the words I want to say? So if you know ahead of time, the, the extent of what you're going into when it comes to like a surgery or injury, or is it better to not know until you come out of surgery? So did your doctor tell you when you came out, like, oh, bro, it was like even worse than we thought we had to get in there and do this and that? Or did you know ahead that you kind of had an MRI and they were like, oh, it looks really bad. Just so you know, like, which one do you think is, Um, what do you think is a, I don't know. Going into it, we didn't know the extent of it for both shoulders. It wasn't until the surgeon went in and saw how bad both were. And then afterwards he told me and I I was just like, well, well, I kind of knew something was really bad. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) But um, the, this my left shoulder, when I went for my checkup, my first checkup, the four week checkup, um, he shows me a video of the surgery and I'm not good with blood and all that stuff. Your surgery? Yeah. He, no, the, no. After, oh. after the surgery, he showed me the video of it. And I was like, I think I'm going to sit down. Your actual like shoulder. That's awful. Come on. Yeah, it was like, I got, I feel like the blood oh, drain from my face. And I was like, I think I'm going to sit down. Cause I'm not good with that stuff. And he's oh, saying, no. Oh, look, see where the, the, this is where the, the sutures are and this. And then I'm just like, <laughs> I don't need to see that. You can just tell me about it. But That's funny. I would, I would want to know going into it. Yeah. Not the extent of it, but I would want to know what to expect because with my first surgery, I had no idea. Nobody told me like the surgeon said, we're going to do this and then you're going to have recovery. But that's, you don't know. They give you just a broad yeah. general where 
if you had somebody that you could say, could tell you, okay, on week two, you're going to, you, or week one, you need to get moving because you, you don't want to get frozen shoulder. If you had somebody that could tell you what's going to happen along the way, yeah. so you know what to expect and what to do, because I had nobody, nobody told me what to do other than the surgeon when I would go for his appointments, right. weeks and sixth and eighth, and the physiotherapist, but I had nobody that said, okay, Rhonda, I had this done and this is what you're going to feel. This is what's going to happen. This is how you're going to handle this. I had nobody. For the left shoulder, I knew what to expect. So I was going into it with a better mindset of I knew what was going to happen, what I needed to do afterwards right away. So I'm glad that I was prepared the second time around. The first one, I was not prepared. I had no knowledge, didn't research it because I just like, eh, it's just surgery. Yeah, totally. And you're yeah, like, I'm a, knowing. I'm a fitness professional, so. Yeah, I'll bounce back fast. Bye. I remember even telling the surgeon, he said, you're going to be off for um, three months. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I told the gym I'd be back in two weeks. I told my office I'd be back in two weeks. <laughs> Five months later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I mean, not thinking, oh, I'm going to bounce back fast. And, yeah, big misconception on my part. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, it's hard. And you, you, people, instructors need to kind of understand that even like any movement at all could cause a relapse or cause an issue. Yeah. So even something that you don't think like, okay, we'll run to come back and teach like spin, teach RPM. It's like, just cause my arms might not be pushing for like, you don't think yeah. that's, I do need to hold posture I do need to you know squeeze shoulder blades back that's part of my yeah. shoulder and it was, like it's just funny that people don't think that you know that it's that's why yeah. when we suffer as instructors like minor injuries sprains and strains mm -hmm. we we keep going yes and we do actually, yeah, and if we actually took a little bit of extra time and did some of the things that you were suggesting at a lower level like you know, the ice and say heat and mm -hmm. mobilization with like yeah. small, you know, with, with small mobility um, therapy in terms of that, we would, we would probably be in a better spot that we are than we are, but we come back at like 60% capacity. Yes. Hammer through. So sometimes these bigger injuries are what we, what is sometimes needed to like slap some people into, you know, <laughs> that, and that's my problem was over the years, like I've been in the fitness industry for almost 30 years and you think you're invincible. I was teaching seven days a week, three times a day. Yep. I was, and you think, Oh, I'm not going to get injured. I'm fine. Of course I can teach. I'll sub in for you. So what I've done two classes today, I'll do it there. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I did that all the time. I've injured every part of my body over the years out of stupidity and out of the ego. And that's the worst part. I see these new instructors coming in and they're gung ho and they're teaching pump weights every day, five days a week. And yeah. I'm just like, you can't tell them. I tell them and yeah. they're like, yeah, yeah. They'll say, yeah, I hear you. And then they, they just yeah. still go do it. And I want to say, oh, girl, you're going to be hurting here in a, probably about 10 years. You're going to yeah. regret everything that you're doing right now. Right. And it's not, it's not that they're doing anything wrong per se. Like it's, and you can eat the healthiest and do this and mm -hmm. do that and have regular, you know, massage or regular facial, you know, FMT. So stretch therapy, you could do all that. And it's just, the body is the body and it's, yeah. It, it needs and you never know when it's one part's gonna let go on you that's right that's right 
Ah, well, that was like actually super helpful, which I knew it would be. Um, I want instructors and also participants that are listening to really kind of get a feel for, you know, what instructors potentially go through um, when they have to deal with an injury. And some participants, I, you had great ones, which is great. And there's others that they, they love you, but they're like, okay, what do you mean? Can't you come back now? Like, uh, like, <laughs> and so I want participants that are listening to understand that it's, it's, it, it's a big deal. And the fact that probably our bodies have been through so much that we actually need to like take more time and yes. think about what we're doing even more carefully than the average person. So mm -hmm. when we do come back, appreciate that, uh, we're coming back so that we can be in a better spot so that we don't have to be off again because we right. need to take our time. So mm -hmm. amazing. Well, thank you, Rhonda. You're you very are welcome. awesome. I miss you. I miss uh, you too and your memes. <laughs> I know. I got to get us back into that. You and me and Erica and all you guys. So, oh my gosh. I did a uh, grit with uh, Erica and Aaron through yep. Zoom. First time I did grit not my jam <laughs> I, you know what? I, yeah right like fit, fitness wise level sure we, we can push ourselves it's a great yeah. thing, but i'm about the music following a beat really? um, i just i cannot i can't it's just too hard but those I, two are, I don't, there's other things i can do that i enjoy <laughs> yes, right? i'd love them god love them. let them have grit they can have it <laughs> yes <laughs> all right awesome so Thanks again for coming on, chit-chatting. I'm going to have you on to talk about some other things down the road. Sure. No problem. Anytime. Keep recovering, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right. See you later. Oh, what happened? Do I want to stop it? Yes. Thanks for tuning in to the episode. I'd say I hope you got some value from it, but I already know you did, so you're welcome. But seriously, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns for myself or the guest featured in the episode, feel free to contact me at livewellwithmichelle.org at gmail.com or hit me up on social media and DM me there. Till next time, your friend in fitness, Michelle.